Good evening, everyone. I'm so excited to, to be here with you this evening. That being said, listen, this is an exciting evening. This is going to be a great discussion. I have Miss Edith Shuggy Dixon uh, on the line, and she's going to kind of talk to us a little bit about some things that's going on uh, in the city of Philadelphia in terms of her the many hats that she wears. Edith, are you there? I am here. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, listen, this evening, I wanted to start off uh, primarily talking about the programs at the 12th District, the 12th Police District, located at 6448 Woodland Avenue in Southwest Philadelphia. So I know that we are, this. the 12th District is a little eccentric in some of the things that they offer, especially when it comes to our youth and our children. So could you talk to us a little bit about the Cops and Kids program? Uh, Miss Edith Dixon is the executive director of that program, and it works out of the community relations office at the 12th district. So could you give us a little bit of information about the program? Sure. Cops and Kids started about 12 years ago uh, with the former community relations officer, uh, police officer Joe Young. They're retired. And um, it was a way for us to get children in our community. We had a lot of children from Tilden and Morton and all the various schools, Bartram High School. It was a way for us to get those children together and sort of bridge the gap that was happening between police officers and kids. And we wanted them to get to see that each other were, you know, they were people like everybody else, try to mentor, actually mentor each other. And so we would have sometimes over 60 children who would come to the police station and uh, we'd break them up into groups and we'd have, uh, you know, everybody, everybody had a partner. Hopefully we had a female and a male and we would sit and talk. And I remember once a, a kid, a young man said, you know, when I'm in the car with my mom and I look in the mirror and I see light, he said, I, I get nervous. And so the police officer who was my partner sitting there, he said, yeah, well, well, when I look in the mirror and see lights, I get nervous too. So, you know, it was a way for us to make them understand that, uh, you know, why police officers do what they do and then why children do some of the things that they do. And um, we had speakers come in. We took them on outings around Southwest as well. So tell so, me a little bit about how how the program is funded. The program is funded, is funded through grants and through our pocket at this mm -hmm. point. Um, for years, that's how we funded it. Um, it came from money. The money came from our pocket. And um, so about two, three years ago, about two and a half years ago, uh, we filed for nonprofit status and got it. And not only did we get that, but we got a big pandemic as well. So right. That sort, of, <laughs> that sort of slowed our progress in terms of uh, what we could do because city buildings are closed. In fact, the, the police station really is still closed to people. And so, uh, you know, we're applying for grants and uh we're coming along we're coming along i'm pleased with with the with our progress and um and the things that we're trying to do but that makes was rough on us yeah yeah as it is with all of it but being housed in a public building makes it even worse in terms of reaching the children and i think that i don't think that our violent rate was as high involving our children when we had the cops and kids program because there was a uh a wonderful thing uh, to be able to go there. And I know that you had things like movie night, um, 
um, and things that where you collaborated with other organizations and stuff to get things done, um, especially even in the Pride Day and things like that, that was uh, associated with the community to give them the pride and the stamina to say, well, you know what, we live here and this is who we are and this is what we do. I think that uh, sometimes our children get the, it's easier to blame it on the children than it is to come up with some remedy on how to keep them busy and their mind associated with things that will build their community. And one of the things that I, I think that is really essential with cops and kids is it gives our children the opportunity to be social and have some social skills. Because as you know, right now, everything is done online. Everything is done uh, uh, either on TV or online or social media and not giving people the opportunity or our youth the opportunity to kind of interact and feel the emotional uh, energy that we bring to each other as being human beings. Well, you know, we had, um, we sort of segued into Cops and Kids. Uh, we had Newsom's Night Court at the 12th District, and where we had Judge Doherty, who's now on the state Supreme Court, um, he would sentence kids to really to community service, and that's what I did. I paired them with people in the community, and they would, you know, help clean up or help remove some graffiti or, or, or things like that. And um, and then we, we got cops and kids, but we definitely saw a need for uh, our children to communicate with our children. That was, that was the main thing. And some of them, that just... That's what they needed. You know, we had we would have some children who were court ordered come to the cops and kids program, but we would also have kids who would just come. And uh, I remember we had a group of girls from Bartram High School, and they were so they were so angry that they got into a fight in the roll call room at the police station. No. Yeah. Well, you know. And so, but one of those girls, we saw her turn the corner, and um, she became like one of the stars of our program. She she really did. And this young lady would walk to school from Gray's Ferry to Bartram every day. Wow. You know, so wow. you know, we always make sure that we feed the kids before they leave. We never know whether they've eaten or not. And police officer Arnold Mitchell does an excellent job uh, with, with the Pops and Kids program now. He's taken over after um, Officer Young and been there, I think, six years now. So he's really done an excellent job in, in working with that program and helping to keep it alive and so forth. And of of course, it, all of these activities come out of the community relations office. This is so, it is just so exciting. And you know what? I think it's the best kept secret in Southwest Philadelphia, especially around our Woodland Avenue, uh, Carter, Chester Avenue, Carter, because we also have Mitchell School. You know, we have Longstreth. So we have these other uh, these other schools that sometimes we, um, we just don't look at. I know that, uh, I don't know cops and kids run there, but I was certainly part of the court action. And when I was over at Shaw Middle School and that we were we had the opportunity to bring the children over. This was under Joseph Young. And we had the opportunity of bringing our children over, especially those that were having uh, social problems and right. um, bringing them over and, and, and seeing do, what it was. Do some mediations as well. Yes. We all do mediations as well. Uh, that, yes. that went well. But Officer Young had his way of handling. Well, you know, I know. <laughs> you know, I know that. So that was exciting. So this is what we're going to do. Right now, we're going to take a break. This is Dr. Christina Williams with Miss Edith Shuggy Dixon of Cops and Kids, and um, this is from a woman's perspective. I look forward to talking with you on the other side, where we're going to bring you some other information about one of the hats that Miss Dixon wears. So, can't wait. Get your pencil and pens, and we'll see you in a couple seconds. 
y'all. Welcome back. For those of you that weren't here for the first part of the segment, I'm here with Edith Shuggy Dixon over at the 12th District and some of the programs that, that are out there that the 12th District supports through their uh, community relations uh, office. But before we do that, and I know and I know that you're doing a wonderful thing, but tell me a little bit about this softball stuff that's going on that is um, <laughs> becoming really interesting. I am just now getting involved with this softball stuff and I'm excited about it. So just tell me just a little bit about that before we get into uh, our next subject. She has so many hats, but this is really exciting and fun. Um, yeah, I'm involved with men's softball in, in Philadelphia and I guess I have been now for about 30 years and I, it, I always say it's like me and 300 guys, you know. Um, it's always been a lot of fun for me. We used to play at 49th and King Sessing and I mean, we've even played games at Myers, but now they play out on Lindbergh Boulevard on Sunday. Um, we, My team, the Titans, we play during the week. Uh, we're a softball dynasty. That means we've won four championships. And uh, Yay. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, we're back. We're back <laughs> playing. So we have a lot of fun, and we play at 21st in Nidro, so on, on the other side of Philadelphia from where, you know, I'm located. And, and we like to win. We like to win. I so, should say. Yeah. But it's a so good a social. Yeah, don't you think it's a good so I think it's just a good social because people are outside uh, of, of course, the barriers where they play, but they're selling food, they're laughing and talking, they're having this wonderful time. You see them be um, disagree without being disagreeable. Sometimes they're having these little uh, hissy fits, which is um, exciting to see, too, these grown men are doing that and then and then coming out and being uh, social with each other after the uh, the games. Okay, that's enough of that. I plugged that in, so that was really okay. Um, okay. exciting and good. So, <laughs> so next up, what I want to talk about on a more serious note and, and to see if we could capture some of the community is to talk a little bit about the the PDAC. And I believe that PDAC is in each police district, but I specifically want to talk about the 12th district um, because I know that the 12th district is a large district, but we need the community people to be involved. So tell me a little bit about PDAC what it stands for, uh, what the acronym stands for, and how long they've been, and what your plans are, what it is, why do we have a PDAC? Uh, PDAC is the Police District Advisory Council. I'm president of the PDAC at 12 Police District, and uh, like I said, it is the largest district in the city and certainly one of the busiest. PDAC is responsible for all the programs that run at the 12th Police District and to support the officers, but mainly we're a bridge between the community and and the police. So uh, if we have, you know, people can come to us with problems, that sort of thing. We try to support the officers. We certainly support our new captain. We have a new young captain, Captain Joe Green. And we work out of the community relations office also with Officer Mitchell. So we're very active. We work with the chaplains program. We have some activities coming up in March that I want to make everyone aware of. But I also want to say that PDAC is open to anyone who lives or works or has some something to do with Southwest 
Philadelphia, um, and we would enjoy you applying to come on PDAT. It has gotten, we're back to where we once were, where we're, we, you know, where everybody on PDAC would get ID, everybody would, you know what I mean? We're trying to make it more official, mm-hmm. and um, it's always been official downtown with with those, who, you know, who, who were once in the roundhouse. It, it's always been official there, but uh, PDAC sometimes fell through the crack, but it's, it's not anymore. When the Black Lives Matter movement started, when the police were down there, they also called PDAC down there and the chaplain's program to uh, support the officers and the people, whoever needed it. So um, we've been we've been pretty busy even through the pandemic. We have, I think I, you mentioned, um, and, and also I want to say, again, all these programs, cops and kids, everything would fall under PDAC. Um, we have a movie night coming up for children, a free movie night on March 11th at 6 p.m. And uh, that probably... Is that inside the building? No, that's going to be at Myers. Although we, you know, we used to transform that room into a, a movie house. And um, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, walking in there, you wouldn't have known the difference. So we have plenty of food for kids. We usually have McDonald's food and we have popcorn and, you know, it's just a, 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 everybody's just eating the entire time these kids are. Um, we have a prayer walk because we have so much going on in our community. I think it's important that people see us, know that we're around, and uh, also that we care about what's going on. And uh, that's Tuesday, March 8th at 5 p.m. We're going to meet outside the police station and then you'll at 65th and Woodland and then we'll talk about where we're going to go. And it sort of depends on uh, where the crime has been. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we've had We've had way too much crime, um, and not just in southwest Philadelphia, but across Philadelphia. So, you know, between carjackings and young people getting shot, it's just, it's very, very difficult uh, for all of us. We have, uh, on Saturday, March 25th, we have a trip where cops and kids were going to the Heinz Wildlife Refuge, and that's at 11 a.m., if I didn't say that. And we're also planning to honor one of our teachers over at Bartram High School on March 29th, Tuesday, March 29th. She's been so active with us at holiday events. Um, she's the music teacher at Tilda, and um, she's retiring this year, and we're really going to miss Alondra Abrams. So we're going to honor her and then do another prayer walk on Thursday, March 31st at 58th in Baltimore, an area that we miss, but that's so important to our police district. So um, we have some things coming up, and some of these prayer walks are about, uh, Christina, because you used to do this for uh, you weren't you weren't part of the chaplain's program you were president of the chaplain's program so you know what it's about there we ask people to come out of the house we miss earthquake so much because he used to get on that bullhorn and demand that people leave their house and come outside and pray yes. with us and yeah and talk with us it's a it's an opportunity for us to give out uh information about uh what you should do if you're a victim of a crime or you have domestic abuse or all these things we have information in our hands all the time. So it's a way for us to reach the community. And some people tell us that they don't come out of their house. Otherwise, you know, they would not be out on their steps if we weren't out right. there. Yes. So it's a sea of blue. And we kind of look forward to those prayer walks just because we can get to mingle a little bit more with the community. And so, so listen, so tell us how I could be a member of PDAC, how I could be involved with the cops and kids. Is there a phone number? Is it a web 
website? Is it an email? What is it do I need to do? You can call the Community Relations Office at 215-686-3122 and leave your information. If no one answers, leave your information on the uh, on the machine and Officer Mitchell will get back to you or I will get back to you. And it's that simple. We You can find out about our activities that way. If you'd like to come to movie night on March 11th or you'd like your child to come to movie night, you can say, I want to come to movie night and, and leave your child's name and we'll, uh, and certainly your phone number and we'll get back to you. So we want, and we want PDAC members. We're looking for new PDAC members. So, um, and also new members for the chaplains program. So if you're a chaplain at your church or your, uh, if you're involved at your mosque or even your synagogue, please come to the 12th district and become a member of the chaplains program. We need, we need prayer. Yes. Well, I think that, I think that that was just wonderful. And guess what, everybody? You heard this first on the Primetime Power Show on From a Woman's Perspective. And before we leave, we just want to encourage you to make sure that you are participating in your PSA uh, nights. And I think that there are, what is there, one, two, and three or four uh, PSA meetings for community so that you get to know your uh, captain, you get to know your community officer, you get to have your questions answered, and you get to have some education about what's going on in your community. So for that information, also call that same number, 215-686-3122. We look forward to speaking to you and having you uh, come out and get involved in your community. I know the last segment talked about getting involved in your community. So it is very important that you do that. Um, If you have any other questions, don't forget to call 215-686-3122. And from myself and from Ms. Eva Sugi Dixon, um, we just want to say good night, be safe, and always, always support your neighbors. We look forward to seeing you next week on Thursday on the Primetime Power Show with Dr. Christina Williams from a woman's perspective. Good night.